0: Welcome back, everyone. We hope you had a safe and enjoyable Canada Day. We had two shows airing yesterday that we got to check out. We watched our first episode of NXT UK since Tyler Bate had won the Heritage Cup, as well as watching our first episode of Impact Wrestling since before Against All Odds. There's lots to cover, so let's get into it. NXT UK. Let's start with our thoughts on yesterday's episode of NXT UK. As a Canadian, I'm offended that on July 1st, our British family would wish Americans an early Independence Day, three days early, without any mention of Canada But also, as a Canadian, I apologize for being offended. Really liking how they are developing Isla Dawn more and more, even if it is a little weird at times, like it was in this episode. You know if you saw it. Jack Stars getting tapped on the back by Tyler Bate at the end of the first round of their Heritage Cup match made me wonder if they could be building to an eventual heel turn of Jack Stars. Tired of being placated by the faces, he just snaps. I don't know. I'm just saying. It looks like it's just what I thought. So a great counter from Jack Stars from the airplane spin into his own airplane spin on Tyler Bate. It was really nice how they fluidly did that. Really interesting that they had Tyler Bate get the victory in just the fourth round. Even if Stars had got a fall during the match, still a little early if you ask me. Really like that the earlier segment between Mark Coffey and Wolfgang led to Mark coming out to get a shot in at Bate. Easy, but great way to build to a match out of nowhere. Mako's promo is exactly what we need to, or is exactly why we need to let workers cut promos in their mother tongue like AEW does. And as you can just tell, sometimes when we're talking our mother tongue, it doesn't come out as we want anyways. Amalie came out of that whole segment looking the best, even if she was looking up at Mako at the end. At least I think so. The best part of the AFV Valkyrie match was when Ginny graced us with her presence. Eddie Dennis and Trent Seven is a good example of how NXT is able to take two guys who have already fought and turn it into something completely new. It's really good how they do that. Great spot with Devlin pulling the bottom rope. It shows how smart he is as a heel. The spot with the steel steps right after added even more to his smarts. It was really great to see pulling someone back into the ring during submission backfire on them like it did with Devlin in that one, even if he did get the submission in the end. Here are the questions that NXT left us with yesterday. Are you really missing the UK crowd more than any of the other crowds in wrestling? We have to admit, there are on another level than all the other crowds. How great is Nigel McGuinness on commentary? Some of the things he said is everything that Matt Stryker wants to say, but so much better. What was up with Isla Dawn trying to suck the soul out of Amelia McKenzie during the match? At least that's what I thought she was doing. At least that's what I hope she was doing. (laughs) Am I just not seeing A-Kid and Tyler Bates' name on the Heritage Cup, or are the plates at the bottom all blank? Like, what's the point of the uh, plates if they're all blank? Do you want to see bigger guys like Wolfgang or Mark Coffey going after the Heritage Cup? How do you earn a tag title match by winning a singles match like they proposed tonight? Makes no sense. Does anyone other than Nina Samuels think Nina Samuels can beat Mako Satamora? Amalie versus Mako is a much better choice. Blair Davenport, the debuting Blair Davenport, aka or FKA formerly known as Bea Priestley versus Mako would be even better, right? I'm just saying, right? Come on, right? Is it amazing just how many stories and quality matches NXT UK can fit into one hour of television? Is it just me, or is Eddie Dennis more terrifying when backing away from someone? Am I the only one who would like to see Jordan Devlin take the Heritage Cup from Tyler Bates? How great is it to see Devlin hit a Spanish fly on A-Kid with A-Kid being the Spanish representative in NXT UK? And how sick was the finish of the match with Devlin and A-Kid? Is AK double-jointed or something? Like, that looked like it could hurt. Time for our match rankings of NXT UK. At the bottom, we have Mila Smith versus Aphi Valkyrie. A lot of spots where the two seemed unsure what the other was about to do. Ginny was pretty much the bright spot of that match. Next, we have Isla Dawn versus Amelia McKenzie. There were some bad punches early on in the corner that just did not look like they were hitting. Really good mat wrestling, Isla's knee was a great counter to the spear, and there was a reared spot uh, but fitting with Isla's character, uh, the one that we mentioned earlier with the sucking the soul bit. Then next we had Jack Stars versus Tyler Bate versus, or for the NXT UK Heritage Cup, it was a really good technical first round. There was a weird pin with the ref seeming unsure when Bate got the first fall. He just didn't uh, it made it look a little weird, even though he got the fall because it was a bit longer than it should have been, I think. And then there was good expressions on the face of Bate and seven after Stars got his fall at the end of round three. My only gripe, as I said earlier, could have been longer. Then we had at the top the main event, Jordan Devlin versus A Kid, really cool spot with both springing over each other with minutes left, still had no clue who was going to win that match, which is always a good thing and a beautiful headbutt counter by Devlin as A-Kid was kipping up. And then everything you'd expect from the two, basically, in that match. Just a really good match, and we'll let you know where that falls in on our five at the end of this episode. Whoa, whoa, Impact Wrestling. Time for our thoughts on this week's episode of Impact Wrestling. I really like how they handled the bait and switch for Eddie Edwards and Kojima match to set up the tag match that ended up we or that we ended up getting. Impact does the bait and switch better than any other promotion. Very organic how they get from point A to like point F. While Sam Beal is as annoying as hell, at least he has a character that I can identify. That instantly puts him ahead of everything NXT has done with Zoe Stark so far. I really like how Scott Demore reacts to the crazy stuff, like with Rosemary and Havoc popping in and out of nowhere, as well as what well, I will mention here in a second. I also really want to see that Swan and Mac back as a full-time team. They've done enough to get Swan away from the main event scene without hurting all they built with him. I just—he he doesn't belong there. We all know it. It's just good that they've gave him his run, and now it's time to slowly move him away, which they've done very really well. Really made Violet by design look good, but would have liked to have seen the tag match between those four go longer. Hopefully this leads to a triple threat at Slammiversary. Also great to hear the reference of Tommy Dreamer and Raven during the interview from Team Anthem. I'll always love a good Raven reference. It wasn't until D'Lo Brown called P. D. Williams, Canada's national treasure, that I noticed a Petey's trunks Look very, very similar to Nick Aldis's, you know, the other national treasure. Now, if you ever wanted to make a Canadian wrestler hated in Canada, just give him a gimmick where he refuses to use the sharpshooter. I'm just saying, like every Canadian apparently has to use it. I'm actually on board with everyone having the belt on, in like the elite did at the end, as it really helps put them all over as disrespectful, cocky heels just adds to how much the fans hate them and how promotions kayfabe wanting the belts back under their control. Now, for the questions that Impact Wrestling left us with after last night's episode. We all knew that Kojima was getting the win over Beal, right? Like, it was very obvious Beal was in that match to take the pin, right? Come on, I can't be the only one. Speaking of that, am I the only one who thinks Caleb with a K shorts looked like the rubber shorts that KID Where's so that the janitor at school has, doesn't have to clean up his accidents? Is anyone shocked that Impact is promoting their Impact in 60 being about Laurel Von Ness? This could be nothing, but it really, I really hope it signals her return. Who else is loving Chris Bay more and more lately? He's had a great episode this time, so there was a lot to love this week. How great was Scott Demore trying to get back into his office when he saw Fire and Flavor coming to talk to him? Like I mentioned earlier, that's just one of those things that just makes Scott Demore so much better how he reacts to people. And how great was it to honor Canada Day with a Petey Williams versus Chris Bay match? At least they know how to honor Canada. Helps set their own by a Canadian company. But still, we'd honor Canada. Also, what took Trey and Josh Alexander so long to get out there to save Petey? Do you think this is a full face turn for Bay also, since he kind of helped? Is Manny Smith the result of ordering QT Marshall from Wish? Also, who would order a QT, a QT Marshall from anywhere? Like, really, come on. Are you with Billy Ray and not happy over Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows and now Don Callis wearing the TNA World, AEW World Championships and that AAA title? And... As the elite gets the wins now, do you think Sammy is going to get the title back from Kenny Omega at Slam anniversary or do you think we have to wait until Bound for Glory to get the belt off him? Now, for our Impact Wrestling match rankings. We're starting off with the TJP and Fala Ba versus Rich Swann and Willie back match. Could have been great, but because of The lack of a real match and the violent by design attack, thanks to that, it's pretty much not much. It was really nice, though, a nice spot that they had where all four rotated and trying to uh, and failing to clothesline one of the other team. Kind of nice how they all ended up trying to each clothesline each other. Next, we had Steve Macklin versus Manny Smith. It was a basic enhancement match to put over a new talent. Uh, Lots of fire from Macklin. There was a result. That's the only reason it's going ahead of the tag team match. Uh, Then we had Satoshi Kojima versus and Jake something versus Brian Myers and Sam Beal. This was the bait and switch match that we got instead of uh, the Kojima versus Eddie Edwards match. It was good action with everyone getting spots in, but was an obvious result. Next, Tennille Dashwood versus Rachel Ellering. Like Tennille attacking, I really liked Tennille attacking while Rachel took her shirt off after the bell rang. Really helped with the heel dynamic that Tineo has going. It shows how smart she is. The bell had rang. Nothing illegal about it, so why not? I really like the ring light used by Caleb. It's a really nice tool that really fits both of their characters as well. And it was all good to set up the post-match with Grace, so it wasn't special, but you got what you wanted. I really thought Grace was going to turn in that, so we'll see. I still expect Grace to turn eventually. <laughs> I think they're just pulling out or uh, stringing us along as long as possible. Next, we had the main event, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Moose, Sammy Callahan, and Chris Sabin. There was really good interaction between Sabin and Moose. It made a lot more sense for both their characters, how they acted with each other, uh, Really, which all led to the finish there. There was a dub. I really hate that dumb three-person splash from the Elite that they do, where they all just jump on each other's back and fall over. Uh, and then we had the spinning DDT from Sabin on all of the Elite that was really cool, where he used every all three of the members. But it was all just pushing storylines, leading to slime Reversary, which led us to the best match of the night. Chris, or Chris Bay sorry, versus Petey Williams. It was a classic X Division match. Nice finish out of nowhere. Just really good wrestling. Really fun. Anyone that was a fan of X Division wrestling from back in the day is going to love that match, and it ended up being the best match of the night. The five. All right, it is time for our ranking of the five best matches from July 1st, 2021. We will start with number five, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Moose, Sammy Callahan, and Chris Saban, the main event of Impact Wrestling. As we said, nothing great, but it was one of the better matches on the night. But then we get into the next four, which we will see is really good wrestling. So with that, number four, Isla Dawn versus Amelia McKenzie. With the exception of those punches I mentioned earlier and the little hokey uh, soul-sucking that Isla Dawn did. Really good technical match between both of them. Really good wrestling. Number three, the match we said was the best match of Impact Wrestling. And it was Chris Bay versus Petey Williams at number three. Good old-school X Division match. But it could not be our number two, number one match. Which number two is Jack Stars versus Tyler Bate for the NXT UK champion or uk uh heritage cup championship that's what i wanted to say so it was a good match as we said really good just the only thing that held it back from being even better was the fact that they ended in the fourth round which i thought it could have at least gone to the fifth round then we have number one jordan devlin versus a kid from nxt uk the main event of nxt uk really really good match if you haven't seen it it's well worth the watch Get out of your, go out of your way. Watch it, Jordan Devlin never disappoints when it comes to wrestling matches, and he usually will find himself at the top of our lists. But we're a little biased. Well, that's about gonna wrap us up for this uh, episode, everybody. We will be back after watching our next bit of wrestling, which I believe will be next week. So we'll have a few days off. If you're just uh, joining us, you can check us out on Facebook. You can go there to facebook.com slash wrestling off. You can like and follow us there. You can also follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Jeff Johnson underscore WS. We always love to hear your answers to our questions. So feel free to reach out and let us know. Until next time, have a good one, everybody.